You're listening to to the Show We Go Baseball podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 45 to the Show We Go. We got Ed Hand and myself, Andrew Parker. We've had a, quite a few episodes in the past week. Uh, we've had Jamie Westbrook, the newest Red Sox signing. We've had uh, Chad Tracy, the Wu Sox manager. Uh, we even had Blake Weehunt on as well um, from the uh, 2023 Red Sox draft class. So please go check all those out if you have not. Today, we have our second member that we've talked to from the Red Sox bullpen uh, this year. We had Joe Jakes on previously in the season. Uh, we have John Schreiber today. Now, John. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into some baseball things in a little bit. Um, it's your first full off season being a dad. Um, I'm sure that's pretty crazy, but what, what has the off season been up to for you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a pretty busy, uh, off season so far. Um, so a lot of new time management changes here in the off season and, but it's been going really well. You know, I'm having a lot of fun spending time with my family. Um, you know, just getting ready for the season and, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's been a good off season so far. So. And what is, uh, and with being a dad, so I, you, you know, your, your son was born in January of last year. So well, mm-hmm. actually this year, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not uh, 2024 yet, but it's It is your first full off season, I guess, uh, being, uh, now with your family. So what, what has it been like, I guess, with, uh, now with a child in the mix? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't realize it until you have a child, like how much, like, I don't know. It's just, I feel a lot happier now with, you know, having, having a kid now. And, you know, I love my wife so much. We already had so much fun without our son. And now that we have him, it's just even better. And um, so, I mean, we're just soaking up all the, all the baby phases right now and him learning new stuff and, calling us mom and dad, mama and dada. And so it's been, it's been really fun. So how, how did you meet your wife? Uh, back in high school, um, we were at uh, some high school or at our, at our high school hockey game. Uh, you know, she ended up nudging me um, in the back on purpose. And I just turned around and was like, just brush it off. At, I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and then, you know, we started ended up going on dates after that. Um, and we've been together ever since. So, so a real high school sweetheart. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's not how they draw it up in the movies, Ed. But uh, it's it is uh, that is cool though. But all right, so um, just kind of uh, you know, twenty twenty three. I I got to bump into you in in Worcester this year. I wasn't expecting to see you. Obviously, I I know I, you didn't want to be down there either because you were hurt at the time. Yep. So. I'm sure that wasn't like on your uh, to-do list in 2023, but um, I guess it just taking a, taking a peek back at the year, like, what would you uh, like, what would you say about how your season went? Uh, You know, obviously it was a disappointing year for, um, you know, the team last year, not being able to get into the playoffs and all that. Um, I know personally I was a little disappointed um, just being out for two months with the injury and, you know, trying to claw my way back after I come back and, try and get you know back into the groove and all that kind of stuff so it's pretty hard coming off the um off the il you know that was my first time doing that so uh you know learned a few things from you know being injured and 
what I could possibly do, you know, hopefully not to happen again, but um, just some things I've learned from being injured, what I can do more next time if that happens. So, um, but yeah. Did you know the exact moment when you got hurt? Because you hear sometimes people, and this obviously wasn't nearly as severe as this, but sometimes you hear somebody, oh, I heard a pop in my elbow and I knew. Was this something that kind of happened all at once or it started smaller and you tried to push through it and it just didn't get any better? Um, yeah, it was just, you know, something, you know, started off small. You know, I thought it was just more general soreness. You know, we were doing we were doing tests and all that, you know, you know, the days prior, you know, to me being injured and everything was, you know, okay. It's just, you know, felt like general soreness to me or, um, you know, soreness that just wasn't going away as fast as I wanted to, um, you know, and I, I felt all right pushing through it and, you know, uh, you know, just tried going out there, you know, they gave me a little break, um, from innings wise, you know, that week prior, um, you know, just to be cautious and then, you know, felt like I was ready to go and push through it. And then that, that game, you know, it just tightened up on me a little bit, um, you know, and I definitely could tell something wasn't right. So, um, you know, it was funny being out there. I, I was in game mode. So I was like, Oh, like, let me push through this. Let me push through this. And they're like, no, you're done. And I was like, all right. <laughs> And so on, on your rehab, um, you got to go to Portland for a few outings and then obviously in Worcester and, um, and you had just said that that was your first time, like going through something like that. Um, what was the, what was the experience like, I guess, going back down to like double A for the first time since, uh, probably a few years from now? Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was full circle, you know, um, you know, obviously when you're in the minor leagues, you're just dreaming to make it up to the big leagues and, you know, when you're down in the minor leagues, you have big league rehabbers come down, you know, throw a couple innings or taking some ABs for you for the team. Um, they end up buying you a spread after the game and all that stuff. So it was kind of full circle for me, you know, being able to go out there, throw an inning or whatever, and, uh, you know, buying those guys dinner or spreads or whatever. So it was, it was just full circle for me. And it was kind of cool, you know. So just, like I said, just I never thought I would be in that position, to, you know, so. Yeah, so going a little further back in your career, you're from Michigan, mm-hmm. born and raised, and then you got drafted by uh, by the Tigers. So you were you were drafted by your hometown team. Uh, how uh, how was draft day for you? Oh, yeah, that was dream come true. I mean, like you said, that I'm from Michigan and, you know, that was my uh, team growing up and uh like when draft day happening and listening to uh, them talk about each player after every round hearing my name come out, you know, it was the best moment, one of the best moments. So, um, you know, just started breaking down and like, that's every kid's dream, you know, playing baseball to get drafted by your, by your team. So. You have to be one of the most like Michigan guys I guess other than like maybe attending the university of Michigan, I don't know if you're a Michigan state guy, but <laughs> Michigan um, state, come on now. Okay. Go, All go right. green baby. Okay. Well, I, I was not going to like that. She's a Wolverine. <laughs> I don't want to say that and be like, Oh shoot. He might be a Michigan state, but I mean, you even, you attended like Henry Ford college. Like that is the most like Michigan <clears throat> thing I could probably uh, like, a, like put with the guy like, Oh, you went to Henry Ford college. Like that's, <laughs> um, but, um, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say – well, I was about to say Michigan, but um, 
what was it like, I guess, coming up through the Tigers like minor league system? And then obviously I get into Toledo where, um, you know, you, one of our good friends of the show, Josh Lester, will say so many good things about you. Um, he still raves about you to this day, by the way. Uh, oh, that Lester's guy, the man. Lester's the man. He absolutely, I like you were one of his favorite teammates of all time, apparently. <laughs> but um, what, what was it like, though, like coming up and, and obviously like getting to put on the, the Tigers uniform, like going up to the majors? Yeah, I mean, it was cool. You know, I felt like, a, you know, I felt like an underdog you know, coming up through the minor leagues. Cause just cause you know, you're not, I'm not a high draft pick and all that. So, you know, I, I worked really hard to, you know, climb up through the system and, you know, every time, you know, I heard I was getting promoted, you know, the single A to double A or whatever it was, you know, it was, it was a big accomplishment for me. Um, and, you know, to make it to Toledo, you know, that was pretty cool as well. It's like, you know, I was in sitting in double A just, you know, I was like, man, I hope I get called up to Toledo. Cause you know, it's only like 25, 30 minutes from my hometown um you know so that was pretty cool getting called up there and then going from toledo to detroit it, it was just a surreal moment you know i mean it's it's just crazy to think about you know where i wanted to be um when i was younger and ended up being there and it, it's just so cool so you made it to the majors in 2019 with detroit and then uh you ended up I believe you were claimed off waivers by the Red Sox pitched a Mm -hmm. little bit in 2021, but just like three innings. And then you really got your opportunity in 2022 and you really, I mean, you, you were the best pitcher in the bullpen and it wasn't particularly close. Um, What adjustments did you make between those, those seasons? Cause um, it seemed like you were throwing it quite a bit harder uh, when you came up in 2022. Uh, Yeah. You know, Every off season, I was trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to how to train for the upcoming season and when to start training. And it's a little different, you know, when you're first uh, in affiliated baseball. You know, coming from college, you don't really know how the schedule works and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I was just trying to figure out how to prepare myself for spring training more. And you know, it took me a while to figure that out. And when I came that next off season. Uh, after my first year with Boston, you know, I felt like, you know, all right, let's put the foot on the gas pedal. Let's get going right away. Um, you know, and that's, that's kind of been my approach ever since. And, um, you know, it's been working so far and, um, but don't plan to change anything anytime soon. So I'm just going to keep trying to do, uh, what I'm doing and hopefully get better each year. So has you, have you always thrown from that wind up? like the kind of sidearm um not really i think over the years it kind of dropped you know i wasn't really intentionally trying to throw a sidearm i think i just it, when i first got drafted um you know detroit kind of had me drop my upper body um to go more with the arm action and uh you know i think that arm action was just always naturally comfortable for me um you know and just coming up through you know, the minor league system, just you're always learning and trying to figure out what works best for you. And like, that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at right now with uh, my mechanics and stuff like that. So. So we had, uh, we had Joe Jakes on the show uh, a week or two back. Um, and he pointed something out that we were kind of asking him about, um, you know, his, his pitch delivery and everything. And he's, he's like, you know, I'm trying to do what John Schreiber's doing, like, <laughs> but obviously on the other side, 
So um, I thought that was cool, though, that he was kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get my pitch to go up and in how Shriver does. So um, but he's trying Joe's to do it. From the, oh, I love <laughs> Joe Jake, man. It's uh, but it, it was yeah, cool, Joe, though, to Joe's hear. Man. Yeah, I uh, it was it was cool to see him get that opportunity last year after being like a minor league rule five pick like that's that's cool. Um, but um, all right. So I kind of lost my train of thought. I don't even remember where I was going with that. But um, okay, well, I, I have a, I've got a question for you. And this okay. is just uh, just to let you regroup. But uh, so I was at a game. It was it must have been the last week of the season. Uh, and I was sitting kind of close to the bullpen and I saw everybody in the bullpen get up and kind of gather in a circle. And I don't know if you were doing making a toast or doing a shot or something, but everybody was just they were in together. It was some something was going on there. And I, I was too far away to really hear it or really tell. But I was I was just wondering if you know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, that's just, you know, kind of our pregame ritual, you know, before before the game for the guys in the bullpen. You know, we try and uh say some positive encouraging things uh uh before the game starts just to get ready um get focused and get locked in you know whether you know whether um we're in a bad stretch you know maybe say something to lighten up the mood or good stretch to keep us locked in and you know it's just something we kind of like to do um you know I, I don't see that changing this season but i mean it's it we're, it's pretty nice doing that you know it gets us together and have a little fun before the game starts and you know drink some red bull and get that caffeine in you so. um do you know like do you i don't know if you're still aware of this but you created a tradition in the woo Sox locker room post game <laughs> that i i won't spill like won't, yeah. won't say what it is but yeah. did you know that that's still going because of you yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so do you, do you take any pride in that? That it's like I created this and it's still. I, I do, I do, but I don't because it's it's almost it's almost embarrassing a little bit, but <laughs> but that's like another thing, you know. It's just something to uh, you know get the guys, uh, you know, hopefully a little closer, just you know have a couple laughs and um, you know just have some fun and uh, you know that's it's just been funny that it's been going on for so this long and. Uh, you know, I never thought it would go on for this long. So, and you were the guy, and I was gonna say, like, you well, you yeah. were there this year, but like, uh, yeah. but it, you know, it's lasted outlasted you to an extent, like in, in Worcester. So, um, it's a, it's incredible. Chad Tracy was like, Yeah, that's John oh, yeah. Schreiber, that's yeah, that's him. Um, I thought it was cool though that guys <laughs> picked it up and like, you know, Shug and a couple guys, you know, ran with it, you know. So, oh gosh. Um, that's cool, man. It's 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 good, but um, yeah, I mean, we're just trying to think of something every post game when you know it's you know there's so many games you play throughout the season, and um, you know you just you just want to have some fun, man, and change things up a bit, and you know do some crazy stuff sometimes, and uh, you know just to switch things up, and that's a little some a little bit of fun we did uh you know when i first started doing that so hey mario's the man all right he uh he yeah, keeps that yeah. that uh clubhouse going so i uh yeah always yeah. appreciate mario, mario is the man um so i kind of wanted to ask a little bit um there's been a, a few arms that have been acquired um mm -hmm. this off season um what are your thoughts i guess being a member of the bullpen and seeing so many uh new new faces join the uh the bullpen yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, 
our main goal is to, you know, get into the playoffs and win the World Series. And, uh, you know, there's still a lot of offseason to go and nobody knows what kind of um, acquisitions are going to be made or people getting traded or whatever it is. It's just every single person I know, um, you know, in the Red Sox organization, and the players, the staff members, our main goal is, you know, to get to the playoffs and win the World Series. So, um, and I think that's just been talked about the last couple of years, what we're trying to do. So, um, and, you know, last year um, was a disappointing year. Um, and we're, like I said, we just want to win some more games and get to where we want to be. So. How much do you follow uh, like MLB trade rumors and just general Twitter rumors when signings happen? Is that something that you're keeping your eye on or is it just sort of background noise? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, obviously, you know, I was looking seeing where Shohei was going to go and, um, you know, a couple, a couple of the other guys. And it's, I mean, it's, it's fun, uh, you know, keeping up on that stuff, just to see where they're signing and, you know, who's picking them up. So, uh, you know, I think everybody does that. I mean, uh, that's just baseball and everybody that's in baseball loves baseball and all the fans love seeing all that kind of stuff. So. What'd you think of the Shohei, uh, Shohei 700 million? That's not exactly immediate, but it's 700 million. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of money, but you know, he's one of the best players in the game. I mean, one of the best hitters and one of the best pitchers. So, I mean, what, what more, what more can you say that? Nobody, nobody, I feel like it's hard to put a price tag on that. You don't really know how much you can uh, pay that guy. So very true. Um, Have you gotten to pitch to him yet? Um, I don't remember. I might have, but I don't think I have faced him yet. I could be wrong. I don't know. Were you, uh, one of those guys, uh, just like me that when you saw the tweet or wherever you saw it, you were kind of like, I got to make sure that's not fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, there's, it. I mean, nobody really knew where he was going. I mean, didn't know if he was going to go to Toronto. Didn't know if he was going to go to the Giants, the Dodgers, or, you know, whoever it was, I mean, I think, I think it was just crazy just to see how much money he was signing for. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was getting a little nerve wracking for a second there. We're like, man, like, you know, he's going to Toronto and obviously Juan Soto's going to New York. Like you're not going to yeah. have too much fun this year facing lineups in the AL East, but. Oh, it'll be fun. I love competing, man. So it's always fun, uh, you know, facing players of that magnitude, you know, just, you know, that's how that's how my brain works. I just love to compete, and no matter who's out there, who's uh, facing me. So, so if yeah. we see you uh, get called into the eighth inning against uh, the Dodgers this next year, and you have the eighth with uh, Shohei, Freddie Freeman, and Mookie Betts, I'm like, this guy, this guy's got yeah, it. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> All right, that's no, that's a that's a closer mentality right there. I like that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to do some. Uh, you got to do, do. You got eight saves in 2022. You started two games. You were an opener this year. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer closing or do you prefer uh, opening? I love late late innings, man. It's it's so much fun to me. Um, I have so much adrenaline going through me, and I'm just amped up, ready to get out there. So, I mean, that's always been fun for me. Um, so, you know, starting, never done it, you know, in uh, professional baseball. So, I don't really know what it's like. I mean, opening's a lot different than actually starting the game for – and going out there and throwing five innings, six innings, whatever it may be, 80, 90 pitches. So, 
I was gonna say I didn't know if anybody actually enjoyed opening. I uh, I remember Joe Jake's quote when he opened a game uh, in Boston this past year, and uh, I think uh, I asked him, I'm like, how was it? And he's just like, honestly, like I I looked down for a second when they told me I was opening. I looked back up and I'm like, wait, I'm starting. Like I haven't started a game since I was in like. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird, especially if yeah. you're opening. I mean, most you're gonna most you're gonna go is two innings, and most of the time it's one inning, and. Uh, you know, once you throw that one inning, you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm done for the day. <laughs> you know, it's a little weird because when you're in the bullpen, you're just – you're amped up. You know, for me, I'm I'm pacing around from the second inning all the way to the end of the game, you know, just because, you know, you just want to get in there. You don't know when you're going to go in there. You know, you want to make sure you're ready and all that kind of stuff. So, for me, I'm just pacing around, like, getting antsy to get out there. So, it's a little weird when you go out there for the first inning and you're like, all right, you're done. We're going to hand it off to somebody else now for the next eight innings. Um, I have – I'm going to go into some uh, some random questions here. Um, okay. <laughs> now that you're a dad, um, I'm going to ask pre-fatherhood and post-fatherhood uh, here. So, okay. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a two-parter. So what was a guilty pleasure for John Schreiber before having a child and after? Oh, man. A guilty pleasure before and after having a child. Definitely, I'm sure it changes, right? It's has to. Oh, yeah. Definitely video games for sure. Um, Pre-son, pre uh, I played a bunch of video games during the season. Um, now, or in the off season. Now post, it's like I don't, I don't even touch video games. Okay. So that's, it's one of those sacrifices you had to make of like, I can't touch that control yeah, over there because i know i'm gonna be right. in trouble probably yeah okay well and, uh, and you just want to spend time with your kids now you know that's that's kind of the main thing it's just you know why would i not want to spend time with him and play video games for four hours you know that's a good Negle point. That's a good point. neglect my child <laughs> yeah i didn't know like during nap time or anything like that but um if you can sneak no, out no. i don't know if you're a call of duty guy or something but just get a few matches in or whatever but nah, i gotta okay. clean the house during that those times <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i i'm getting married next year i know that feeling is going to be approaching very soon i know ed's probably in that position now <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah thank you Thank yeah, you. it's got, uh, got that. I'm a little, I'm a little tanned now because I was in Aruba for a bit. And, uh, oh, there you immediately go. Missing it up here in the in the Northeast, but uh, oh, I bet. <laughs> All right, next question, important question. Yeah, you are going to go get a meal, and you want a fast food meal. You specifically want a fried <laughs> chicken fast food meal. It's got to be a sandwich or strips. Where are you going? Every option's available. Every option is available. So I crave this all the time because they don't have it in Michigan. Um, honestly, I don't even know what states they have it in. Um, all I know is probably mainly in the South or oh, the West Parker's Coast. He's getting so excited. He's getting and so it's, excited. It's not Zaxby's. <laughs> it is oh, not Lord. Zaxby's. <laughs> it is. Oh, man. Drum roll, it's raisin canes. Come on, oh, now. good pick. All right, raisin canes. I love those. I'll accept it. No, that's a good pick. I'll accept it. You got me hyped up. You were like, Oh, it's, it's, just, it's in the south. I know, I know. Uh, you know, I like Zaxby's too, but I had uh raisin canes for the first time like 
I don't know, three or four years ago. And I, you know, I just like it more than Zaxby's for some reason. You got me too. Another under the radar uh, fried chicken place is uh, PDQ. I don't even know that one. I don't know how you want to... I know. Where's that at? It's, I think it's called People Dedicated to Quality, but it's called PDQ. Um, their chicken sandwiches are not bad. There's there's a couple in Fort Myers. I know it's a Florida. I know every, every time I'm in Florida, I see them. So, but that's another good uh, chicken spot. But oh wow, I might have to oh, try this. You looking at the menu? I mean. It looks pretty similar to like uh to like yeah, a door, DoorDash to Boston. I don't think they're gonna deliver to New Hampshire at this point, but um it might be when I'm yeah, it's just Florida and oh like New York, New Jersey. All right, they're coming. Oh, that's up random. Point. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe when, when we're down at the complex, yep, they got Fort Myers. They got yep. two locations of Fort. All right. Two locations in Fort Myers, been to both of them. I'll sub out one of my because there's a Zaxby's like not too far down the road from the complex. So yeah, um, I'll sub out. I mean, one Zaxby's of my is good. Zaxby's I don't. Nights. I don't mind Zaxby's. I'm not. I'm not trying to crap on them either. It's all right, man. You got me very excited when you're like, I, I do. I do like that. Um, like, like okay, that's it's hard to rank chicken places or burger places because there's like different things you can get. So like Zaxby's, I like their their chicken tender sandwich or whatever that they put on the toast with the spicy um, sauce. And then, you know, obviously you got Chick-fil-A and their stuff. Um, and then Raising Cane's is the chicken tenders. I mean, come on. I mean, there's the same with burgers. I mean, uh, Whataburger, In-N-Out. Yeah. Um, but Maybe I, I need know. to start asking about the sauce. Maybe I should be like, which sauce? But they're all, they all kind of taste the same. So like, I yeah, I mean, PDQ creamy garlic is pretty good. Okay, now you got me excited. Now I'm gonna. Now I got a new place to go. Yeah, like, I, I was think planning on getting like Zaxby's. I was gonna bad. pick it's up a... Alex Pinellas. We were gonna go to the Zaxby's because apparently he gets it every day when he's down in the complex. So, <laughs> um, man, you, I can't. I was ready for that, but you obviously already knew that my answer was Zaxby's. But that was the funniest I, thing I, I've seen since we started I, doing this. I had a hunch that like it was gonna be Zaxby's. Um, Sorry, man. It's I, awesome. uh, I've asked 45 people now on this show. So we have different guests every episode and uh, it's been all Chick-fil-A's. I got like Ugh. Alex Pinellas and Josh Lester, are the only two Zaxby's I think to this point. So um, I'm just gotta keep trucking, man. I'll find them. They're out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that's up to like a respectable batting average by the time we hit a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. At least you weren't Morgan McSweeney from the Orioles that said uh, Donnie Steakhouse, AKA McDonald's for a chicken sandwich, but I respect the McChicken, but not to the point where it's like if I have well, every. They, option, they have that different uh, chicken sandwich now. They have that new one. Okay. It's it's better than the McChicken. I will. I'm say still that. not gonna pick it though. Like over every other option. Like come on. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. That's tough. That's real tough. I'd pick Chick Fil A over that. Anyway. Oh well, right. KFC, KFC bone in chicken. You know, that's yeah. a different style of chicken. You can't say. You know, it's just you got to rank them differently. I think that was Steven Scott that gave us that answer that we asked him and he's like, just give me a big old bucket of oh, KFC. And so I'm good. like, that's so Steven Scott too. So I loved it. Like it was, it was so perfect. Good. Yeah, it is. It reminds me of my childhood a little bit. I, I need to start <laughs> eating before we record. These yeah. I, I'm done with the fried chicken. All right. I, I'm done. Like I got it. Thought it was going to be Zaxby's. He, he hyped that one up a little bit. Um, Get boozled again. Are, do you, uh, so you're not, 
you're the first guy we've had on that isn't a golfer. That isn't a golfer. Like, do you golf? Like, I, I, I mean, I do golf, but I don't golf as much as the other guys do. Okay. For the most part, um, you know, I'm not bad. Um, I'm okay. probably like a 15 to 18 handicap. Okay. So. I uh, we had some shots fired from Josh Lester from a former uh, Tiger teammate when Jamie Westbrook was on. Uh, the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, he just he he's not good with score. He just likes to have fun." And so that was shots fired at him. But I didn't know if you were one of those guys that just out there like just having fun, you know, with the with the boys. So yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I'm kind of doing, just trying to have fun. Okay. I'm Did also, you grow up I'm, just I'm, uh, pure baseball, or were you playing other sports too? Uh, I played other sports up until high school. Um, you know, I played football and basketball. Or no, I played football my freshman year. I didn't play basketball. Um, and then after my freshman year, I just stuck to baseball because I felt like that was the only thing I was good at. <laughs> I mean, it obviously worked out for you. Yeah, I think so. I think it worked. I think I made the right choice, right decision. Yeah, what, what, what did you study when you sports. were in, uh, when you were in school? Uh, like in college? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to be an accountant. Um, so I was studying accounting, um, and then uh, didn't finish because I got drafted. Um, you know, at, fir- at first I was studying to be an engineer. That's kind of like the career I wanted to take. Um, and then realized uh, freshman year that those uh, courses are really, really hard. Um, and I was still really young and didn't know how to study correctly. So I switched my major to uh, switch my major to accounting. And then I feel like now that I know. Uh, you know, the older that I got through school, you know, I ended up doing really well in school, making Dean's List in college when I went over to UNOH. Um, but I feel like now, if I knew now, or if I knew then what I know now, I feel like I'd be able to get through engineering courses. <laughs> yeah, my dad's an engineer. But the world right will never know. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I purposely went into a journalism field just so I didn't have to uh, do a lot of math. So that was, that was my thing. Um, but I want to switch, switch lanes here. So you got a front row seat at a few guys in the uh, bullpen there in Boston this year. Um, and one of my favorite, I, I guess, stories was um, just how good Josh Winkowski was like after uh, being up and down uh, last year and um, just, you know, dealing with a bunch of things. So it's like, what was, what was it like just seeing him go out there and succeed and just, uh, and have a ton of success at the major league level like that? Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Uh, seeing the improvements Josh made, um, and, you know, just watching him throughout the whole season, it, he was just so fun to watch, man. Um, like he just knew so much more about himself, uh, this past season than he did prior. Um, knew what he had to work on, um, knew what pitches were going to work for him um, in certain counts and different situations. And it, it was just so fun to watch him succeed last year. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm excited to see him this year, obviously. And, um, you know, just going forward, um, you know, I think he's a special arm and, uh, you know, he's just grown so much um, from when I first met him. And uh, it's, it's just been awesome to see. Um, Kenley Jansen coming over this year. Uh, it seems like there was uh, I, I, every, especially early in the season, everything that I read was just uh, he he had really taken over as the leader of the of the bullpen. Um, 
would you say that that's accurate? And what what what's Kenley what's Kenley's like? What's his relationship with the younger pitchers like? Because he's he's been about around the block a few times. I mean, it was just a combination of all the veteran guys back there. I mean, Chris Martin uh, and Kenley and um, those two guys. I think those two guys really played a big role in the leadership uh, in the bullpen. Um, so just having that those two in that dynamic, um, just learning from the both of them, um, you know, it was it was pretty cool. And uh, um, so, yeah. Um, I is going to be a little random, but we, you have a, uh, a grade a mustache joining the bullpen with Greg Weiser. Oh, and, and Isaiah Campbell too. Uh, yeah. And Isaiah Campbell as well. <clears throat> and I, I oh, know yeah, Joe right. Jakes was, was rocking one, uh, when we interviewed him, uh, I know Wink was, I, I think he always teases one at the beginning of the year, but we've seen the handlebar. Um, yeah. Um, are you gonna, are you gonna be able to keep up with the times of the, uh, grade a facial hairs that are joining the bullpen? Uh, yeah, I should be. I mean, I ended up trimming my beard a couple weeks, couple weeks ago. So I'm hoping I can get this thing. You're going. looking a little lighter. Yeah, it's a little bit lighter now. Um, but I'm going to keep it going. It's going to grow back out and hopefully I can be the leader of the beards. So, okay. Um, would you ever consider being a part of the mustache gang? I think my mustache days are over, unfortunately. Okay. Fair enough. It's a man that knows his uh his his limits. I uh I don't know what I can do, so it's just like I, I, I tried it, it out in uh I tried it out in twenty two. Uh, I just don't think it's gonna work out uh for the future having a mustache only. I had a an unpleasant experience this past year in Worcester where I shaved my entire face besides my mustache, and it was very early on in its infancy of mustache days, and of course. <laughs> There was a big time rehabber named Trevor Story that uh, appeared in the locker room, which I should have I should have timed that better on like, I'm not going to debut this mustache right when <laughs> Trevor Story and a ton of cameras are around. Like, so, of course, I'm in like a ton of photos, like for when Trevor Story is getting interviewed with my absolutely terrible looks like I can't be within 10 feet of a school uh, mustache on my face. So. Uh, I learned my lesson, man. Just if there's a rehabber coming, just keep it, keep it off the face, man. So, um, yeah, that was, that was my story, but, um, See, that's why, we'll... that's why you can't, that's, that's why the mustache just doesn't work out. You know, it was bad. Is this man. guy, is this guy crazy or is this guy, you know, there's just too many factors going in with a mustache. I feel like, yeah, I'm not Ryan Fernandez. I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> Ryan Fernandez no, I... had a great one. <laughs> Now I might there might be a goatee uh, debut this year, but I'm not not sure yet though. Oh, okay. I, I, that, that that'll be interesting. It'll be it'll be interesting seeing this now. Like there's hype for what's he gonna go with? What's yeah. it gonna be? <laughs> you know, Jamie Westbrook teased us with that too. He's because he had a mustache last year because he was with the Yankees mm-hmm. system. So he uh, I remember his his face when it would go up in the jumbotron in, in Polar Park. It would just be like just a, a huge mustache, and then it's like. He was like, well, I, I do well for a couple weeks and then I start doing bad. And then I think it's a mustache, shave it. And I go through it like four times. And I'm like, I wonder if guys like, are, I wonder if like guys in the bullpen are kind of like that, where there's like, you know, I, I've had a couple bad outings. I got to get rid of whatever's going on and just like start clean. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, like some, sometimes some it's like that. I mean, I and remember then Alex shaving his beard because they, cause there was uh, a losing streak. So it might just, it might, it's not limited to the players. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> 
Um, so I got a question about another uh, reliever. Uh, that's uh, what, one of my favorite players, uh, Zach Kelly. Love his story. Great changeup. Um, and it, it, it was one of, for me, the worst moments of the season when he hurt his elbow uh, back mm-hmm. in April. And it looked like that might be it for him. But worked through it came back in September. Um, I was just wondering um, what it meant to see him return from that as, a, as his yeah, teammate. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it it was terrible for us watching him go through that. I know, I think we were in Tampa when that happened. Yep. Um, and it's never fun. It's never good seeing one of your teammates um, go through that. Um, you know, it's devastating because, like, this is our – this is our career. This is our life. You know, this is our job and this is what we want to do. And you have something like that happen. You feel like just everything just fell. And, uh, you know, that was, it's, it's nice to see him be able to come back, you know, towards the end of the season last year and, you know, have him get back on the mound for us. And uh, it was, it was really cool to see, Um, you know, he's a, he's a great teammate, great dude. Um, So, it's it's just awesome to you know have him back and toeing the rubber again and feeling good and feeling ugh, sorry having his arm feel good and all that kind of stuff. So I know you're you're close with uh, our guy Rob Bradford uh, a little bit. I know you appeared on his his show not too long ago as well, and we love Rob Bradford. But um, on that topic, he had one of your newest teammates on the show. I think it was today, yesterday, uh, Tyler O'Neill. Mm-hmm. And I listened to Brad Foe ask him about his, uh, you know, wh- what do you like? What do you max out at on your bench, on your squat? And this guy is lifting like an F-150 for his like bench press. So um, he his diet that he takes in and just everything, it was just it, it blew my mind that that's like a uh, an actual like person. Um are you uh, are you familiar with him at all, and are you going to be a little intimidated in the uh, weight room in spring training? <laughs> I don't know him too well. Um, you know, I know of him. I've never met him before. Um, you know, I know he lifts a lot of weights um, and all that kind of stuff. I think I saw, like you said, yeah. the Brad Foe show. Canada. His father was um, Mr. Canada. I yeah. definitely don't. I definitely don't lift as much as lift as much weight as he does. I don't think I could lift it uh, that much. I'd probably break my back. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's, the, I don't uh, think I'm going to be intimidated, but <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't see you being intimidated right by anybody, honestly, just based on <laughs> what you're saying about wanting to, Oh yeah, no, I want to pitch to show. Hey, Freeman and bets. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I mean, if I, if I piss right somebody word. off and they want to punch me and you know, I'm smaller than them. It's like, okay, you punch me. Like, what does that do? <laughs> I don't think intimidated was the right word, but it was almost one of those things where it's like, maybe, you know, you are just kind of, you know, you, you need to get a workout in when you're down in the fort, once you get there and then you walk in and there's a guy that's like apps. That's like, like I said, like he's literally benching like six plates on each side. And it's just like, I want to watch this, but oh, I yeah, I love seeing that. that stuff. It's, it's yeah. cool seeing those guys, uh, you know, lift that much weight. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be able to do that. You know, I've tried tried to do that before. It's like it's just not good for my knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my knees are creaking in the morning when it's uh, <laughs> below thirty degrees. I'm not even going to attempt that. But um, all right, Ed, we're getting to the to, towards the end. You 
John's giving us a ton of time. So let's empty the bench here. What do you yeah, got? I got two questions left. Um, okay. First one is uh, one of the uh, Red Sox signed uh, Roberto Perez today, two-time gold glove winner. They traded for Tyler O'Neill, another two-time gold glove winner. But I'm wondering of, say you're pitching, it's, it's 2022 or 2023 and the ball gets smoked. But it's right at one of your defenders. One of the guys playing the field is hit right at him. Who do you want to be the guy that's making that play? Um, I'm trying to think. I got to go through every single person now. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really want to put the spotlight on anybody. You know, um, we're all, you know, working our asses off out there. And, um, you know, I'm comfortable with anybody you know, behind me pitching, um, you know, you, that's what you have to do. You got to believe in every single person on your team. You got to believe in your teammates. Um, I believe every single person on the team is capable of making, you know, every single hard play. Um, so that's just the biggest thing you gotta, you gotta trust everybody. Um, if you can't trust anybody, you're going to have a tar- hard time out there. So, I mean, that's my take. Not only is that a, a great answer. I, I, I wish you were my teammate. Because I wasn't a very good fielder when I was playing in high school. <laughs> at the um, at the end of the day, especially with pitching, at the end of the day, um, that's your job. You know, throw strikes, get guys out. They hit the ball and play. Um, you know, that's your teammate's job. You know, you did all that you could do to try and strike them out. Um, you know, all those kind of different situations. And then, like I said, you just got to trust whoever's behind you and, you know, keep doing your job. So. Uh, no, that makes sense. No. So my other question, and uh, it, it's kind of the other end of being a baseball player, but what was your reaction when you first saw yourself on a baseball card or in a video game? And the, re- the reason I'm asking this is that I do, I, I've been playing this, um, it, it's like a baseball simulator since I was a kid with my dad. And yeah. uh, you, you've been on my team for the last two years. You're the first person that I've met that uh, is on one of my teams. So this is this is pretty cool for me. But like, how how's that for you knowing like, oh, I'm a video game character. I'm on a baseball card. There are people that are are, are th- trading trading the concept of me and different things. Like, what, what's that? What's that like for you? Uh, I mean, it's it's awesome. Um, you know, especially the video games. Um, you know, you obviously. If you're a baseball fan, you're gonna play MLB the show. Um, if you're a football fan, you're gonna play Madden, all that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's, it's so cool, you know, being able to see my name uh, in uh, MLB the show um, and seeing what what my rating is on there. So, <laughs> do you ever do you, you play as yourself? Like, uh, if you if when you're I, I haven't I haven't played it in a while, but I've heard of my rating. Like a couple times. Uh, I don't know what it is now. I mean, I could care less what my rating is on a video game. Um, <laughs> um, and then, you know, baseball cards coming up through the minor leagues. And that's, it's always cool seeing that. Uh, fun fact I'm not on a tops card. So still waiting for, to be on one of those. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kind of shocked. No, I actually knew that because I try to get for the, my, my team with this league. I try to get the card for everybody that year. And I had to go with, um, I had to go with a triple a card from you. That was like, yeah, I think yeah, I'm always, stuff. I'm signing triple a cards. Like it's going out of style. That's how, is there a reason for that? Like what's, how do they, do, have, do you have, do you know how they decide who's on like the cards and who isn't? I that's have weird. no idea. 
because I remember for years Wandy Peralta wasn't done one um, from the lefty from the Yankees. That's another guy. Oh that yeah, it was yeah. like it was. Impo- I had to like go back and find one of his cards from when he was like in in high A. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, interesting. I, it's, I would it's have never crazy. guessed. I think I think you know they probably changed their um, you know marketing and all that stuff. I don't I don't really know. I'm a business. Uh, kind of like genius but i mean probably back in the day they probably did everybody um now they probably just pick you know 10 to 12 guys off the get a, get a petition like for a get a petition yeah, for mean, a john schreiber baseball card yeah i mean we need it yeah let's put a reliever on a baseball card <laughs> it's coming man it's it'll you speak it into existence it'll be here um relievers are people too <laughs> Hey, if Pat McAfee can make it a thing on punters or people too, then like I feel like a reliever can do it as well. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> McAfee gave like punters like a brand, all right? Like a punter, a brand. Exactly. And, uh, I think relief pitchers should should be able to do the same. But um, closing us out here, um, you're, uh, it's already mid-December. You're, you're reporting in, in less than two months, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's sneaking up on you. So what are uh, obviously with the holidays uh, coming up as well? Um, what are the uh, the plans for the rest of the off season? Um, nothing much. Just training, man. You know, I'm definitely going to be ready for spring training. You know, uh, it's better to be over prepared than under prepared, and I definitely think I'm being over prepared right now. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to get down there. Um, I'll be I'll probably be down there in the you know after new year's probably mid January just to be down there in uh, Fort Myers and have all the equipment technology and staff members help me out. Um, but yeah, just getting ready, man. I'm itching. I'm itching to get out there. So. Yeah. I was curious how, how uh, far in advance, like if it was like once January, like 10th hits, if you're like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, but. No, I got a little chip on my shoulder, man. Like last year was, like I said, we had a disappointing year last year. So. We got to get the ball rolling here. So, all right. Making sure I clip, I'm clipping that part for sure. Um, I know uh, Red Sox fans will like it. Um, but, John, we appreciate it. And um, what do you like the nickname Eight Mile? I do. I do like that. Okay. Even though I'm not actually from Detroit. So, I kind of feel like I'm posing. Uh, and I like, I feel like it makes people from Michigan mad that people are calling me eight mile. Do you, do you, you have a preference I mean? for eight mile or Dr. Nasty? Cause that, that was the other one. I, I mean, I like both. Period. I think they're both hilarious. Um, I think, I think, uh, I think Whitlock gave me that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my, that was my favorite. Whatever yeah. you were on. Cause I do like my stupid trust meter thing. And whenever you were like on like a really good role, I switched it from John Schreiber to Dr. Nasty. And it was like, <laughs> oh, the doctor is in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Garrett. I mean, there's some guys that still call me that in the clubhouse, so it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like any nickname, um, you know, that's given to me. Okay. Um, besides I, besides not, the mean ones. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say besides this, some some Twitter replies. If it, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, 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 it's all yeah, one one bad game and everybody starts sending you stuff yeah you're getting sent to the moon and uh, everything yeah. else man it's uh yeah. we see it but john thank you uh for all the time and uh we'll, we'll be no seeing problem. you down in down in the complex too but uh thank you so much for hopping on yeah no problem guys